guys, I'm Jess. And I'm Heidi. And we're here to help you make your business a better beauty business. Hi guys, thanks for joining us today. We're going to talk about passion and picking the right school today. Yeah. So, so you want to get us started, Heidi, on some passion? Sure. Well, I mean, I guess maybe you should understand what it means, you know. It doesn't always mean like, you know, romantic passion. No. Um, you can be passionate about the things that you do. Correct. Um... <clears throat> Like, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm passionate about what I do. Like, I do nails, and I'm passionate about it. And having passion for it means that I want it to be perfect every time. Right, but that also means that you're willing to continue learning about it. Yeah, I'll do anything it takes to make myself better. Correct. Because I want to be the best at it. Right. And you see it with athletes. They're very passionate with their sport, they're willing to do whatever it takes to eat right, to train right. Their friends are going out. They're not going out. They're going to be the best. And that is the same mentality you have to have coming into this business. Exactly. You don't need to go out and party with your friends anymore. You can't go out drinking every night. I mean, I'm not saying that you can't ever go out drinking, but you need to. No, but it's not an every yourself. night thing. Yeah. It's now you are taking a step and being a business and now you are a brand. You don't want to be known as the person who comes in hungover every day. Right. You don't want to be the hangover nail tech or no. the hangover hairdresser. No. Or, or, oh, she canceled again because she partied all night. Right. Or the one who doesn't know the newer trends or who refuses to learn because they're like, man, I'm just kind of doing this to get through. That No one wants to go to a a hairstylist who says, meh, I'm just doing this to get through. So now we all have, you know, what did they do in the 80s with the the caps, with the pull-through, with frosting? Oh, We're yeah. We're all still doing frosting. Right. Because they refuse to learn anything well, new. Yeah, and and I think, like, if this, if you're deciding, you're like, I'm just going to do this till something better comes along, don't do this. Yeah. Go work no. at Walmart. Yeah, exactly, because there's way too much that goes into this. And it's emotional, and it's hard on your body. It's, and it doesn't have to be completely hard on your body if you tr if you treat your body right. But it can be exactly. Um, Plus, it, you're not guaranteed. A, you're not guaranteed a payday. No, no. Unless your payday is not going to be the same every month until you get um, like a a very firm line of clients. Absolutely. So if your passion is becoming an uh, Instagram influencer or having your own YouTube channel. That's great. Don't go to school. Be that and put everything into that and be passionate into that. As long as you're not working on anybody else and you're just doing it on yourself, yeah. be that. But put everything into that. You are generally do not find amazing nail techs who are working with people who are also putting all their passion into being an IG influencer, which can't say it doesn't happen. But majority of the time... They still need clients. They yeah, still have to Yeah, you still do, have to pay your bills. Yeah. And you still have to... 
Yeah, find a way to I mean, it's make cool. a life. It's cool to post stuff yeah. on Instagram. I, lots of people do it. They do demonstrations. They do, you know, right. all kinds of stuff. You do tutorials. It's awesome. But that doesn't, you know, but they're not trying to make that their entire career. Right. That is not their career path. Right. They're trying to help people get better. Correct. And that's, a, you know, that's, that's big. Like, if you're like, oh, I just want to do this to get through college. Well, that's not happening. You can't do this just sometimes. Right. And you can't say, well, it's a, I mean, it, it is a lot of work to go to school it is a lot of work to put in. It's eight hours a day. Mm-hmm. Five days a week. Five days a week. I know I had to do 600 hours. You had Four. 400. And that's in the state of Wyoming. And that's just for like nail techs and, and estheticians. Like a cosmetology is like 2,000 or 1,800 yeah, or something somewhere like in that. there. Yeah. So you're looking at eight to five, Monday through Friday, doing that. You need to not getting paid and doing it, yeah. you need to understand that is that worth it? Can you do that? Yeah. Can you afford to do that? I mean, there, I know there's um, programs to help you and different things, but if you can't even afford a place to live, this is probably not the right time. Right. Like you have to have, you have to have some money. Yes. You know, like I was extremely lucky because I was married and my husband had a great job. Right. And so I didn't have to worry about making sure all of my bills were paid because I knew they were getting paid. Right. But if you are, it's just you or it's you and your kid or you're getting a divorce and you want to try something new, you need to make sure that you have a place to live, that you can feed yourself, you can do all of these things because you need to do those things while you go to school. Exactly. When I went to school, I did every day. I never missed a day. I did have to leave every day 15 minutes early to be at work. I worked at a restaurant bar. I worked in, from 5 o'clock till 2 in the morning, three nights a week, all day on Saturday. Um, and I was still at work, at school at 8 in the morning so that I could finish in the 400 hours. Right. I wanted or 600 hours, I guess, I wanted to get done so that it was another job because I, not another job, it was a career. I wanted to stop doing my job of waiting tables and I wanted to have a career, but it meant that much to me that I would literally go on just a few hours of sleep a night to make sure that I was at school. Right. And and you have to be there. Right. I never once woke up and went, oh, I'm too tired. I'm going to call in. I said, no, Get up, get this done, because if you can't get this done, how are you going to make a business work? Well, and you have to go for so many hours. If you don't show up, you're not getting those hours. No. So something that should take you two months then takes you six months because you'd only want to go to school three days a week. Right there proves that's exactly how you're going to run your business, too. Exactly. It will be, would totally be how you run it. If you can't, if you can't be on time, if you can't stay the whole day, if you can't commit, that doesn't change just because you're doing it for money. Well, and if it's something that you are paying to do and you can't commit to it, yeah, then why would you really commit to yourself otherwise? You put in a lot of hard work and money to pay for that. Why would you even show up otherwise? Exactly. Why would your clients show up? They're like, oh, she's the girl or the guy who never shows up. Oh, yeah. they're probably going to change the appointment again. Oh, well. Right, like uh, you don't want your client sitting at home going, hmm, I wonder if I'm going to get a text message or if I'm going to get a phone call saying, 
oh, well, you know, I'm not going to be in today because I just don't feel good. Right. Like, that doesn't... Or my favorite is, I just don't feel like it today. Yeah. Uh, you don't get to do that in this industry, no. sadly. You can't do the I don't feel it. Nope. You need to feel it first. And, of course, there's days I wake up and I think, man, I'd like to stay in bed. Oh, yeah. Not because I don't want to come to work, but because my bed is very nice and I'd like to just stay in bed. Right. I love my job, but yeah. there are days where I'm like, do I really? Like, I'm looking at my books and I'm like, oh, my, I have that lady today. Right. Holy it's, poo. Well, and it's just they're very hard on you, some people. They are. But once you get here, you get in your groove. If you're actually passionate about what you do. You enjoy being here. You do. And so, so then the next thing you have to decide is the school. Yeah. If you feel that you have a passion, you have um, something that you want to contribute to um, this business because you need to know that what you put out needs to be a good comp contribution right. to the beauty industry. You cannot just put out whatever crap you feel like no. because you then give a lot of people in the industry really bad name. Yep, and sadly... There are a lot of people who are not amazing at what they do and they don't care because they are using that. And that makes it even harder for the, you know, the 75% of us who are working really hard and trying to make this a good industry. I mean, with waxing, people will get two bad waxes in their life and they'll never get waxed again. We have now, I have not just lost a client. You have not lost a client. Our whole industry has lost a client. Right. That person will never come back and do it because nope. they had a bad experience. Yep. It's the same thing with nails. You'll have people who are like, oh, well, you know, I can't do acrylic nails. Right. And, you know, I'm like, well, why can't you do acrylic nails? Oh, well, they just lift off and they just peel off. Like, right. they're just no good. Well, that's not really the truth. The truth is your nail tech really wasn't good. Or they use terrible products. Exactly. Because using cheap products, they feel makes them more money, which doesn't. Right. Because in the end, it's either taking you more time or you're having to fix nails. Right. Or, I mean, like, there's just, like, a million things. Like, you just, if you know what works and it works great, use it. But we'll get into more of that, the product choices, after we talk about a few other things in a couple other episodes. So we're going to talk about picking a school. Yeah. How do you pick a school? Well, we picked a school. I mean, like mine was, we had two options. Yes. Um, and so I picked the one that had the better reputation, the one that had the most people passing their boards. Well, here's the reality, though. And when people go, oh, there's only one school in the small town I live in, here's the reality. Schools only, only requirement, they are required to do nothing else but get you your hours and get you to pass boards. Yep. They're... Anything else they offer you is a bonus. There is no other requirement. Literally, you go there, you get your hours, you get through the book work, you get through your clinicals or floor work, you get through everything that is required by the state accreditation so that you can go and take your board test. Once you pass that board test, you then now have a license to continue to learn. There are some schools in bigger cities who do offer business. There are some that will help place you in jobs. Those all cost more, which is probably worth it. Yeah. But if you are in, you but know, if you don't if you're not going to live in the city. Small town and that's where you want to live and you want to just go to school there because you need to continue to work and mm -hmm. maybe raise your children or go you're going through a divorce, whatever is going on, or you just want to stay living there because that's where you want to raise a family or where you want to just live forever. Go to the school and what you put in it 
you get out. You get out. You cannot blame the teacher who didn't teach you enough. You can't blame the other students for being dramatic or this one didn't show up, blah, blah, blah. It doesn't matter. It's you. Okay. If you show up, if you learn, if you start doing more research, if you ask the questions, if you get your hours in, you will be successful. This is not on anybody else. No. Nope. And it's very hard for people, especially younger, because if you're 18 deciding to go into beauty school, you probably never even lived on your own. Yeah. And so you're going, I'm going to do this. Well, now it's all your responsibility. You mm -hmm. have to go there and do all of your educating. Yes, most of the time you'll have class time with your teacher. But really when it comes down to it, it's up to you to learn all the muscles in the face and all the diseases of the hands. They're, they will give you the information but it is well, not their job to make you memorize it. If you've passed boards, if you've passed your boards, that is, um, that means the school is successful. Yep. That's the only thing that they need you to do. Nope. And so whatever they, however else they run it, that's up to them. The schools are there to pa make you pass boards and that's it. Because they really don't even care if you're successful. Well, that's not their job. Yeah. Their job is not to figure out anything else in the background. Right. Like I'm sure for the teachers it's like a big bonus, but you know, in the long right. run, if you've passed boards, they've done their job. In the long run, theirs is to give get you into school, teach you, get you to pass boards, and then they move on with their next group of kids. Exactly. They're just teaching you basics. Yep. Well and really like I said in the last podcast, getting your license or getting license now opens the door to your learning. Yeah. This is a huge industry. You could go into like medical aesthetics. You can go be a nail tech by yourself. You can open a business. You can, you know, travel. There, You can work on cruise ships and you can work in salons. You can, there's just so many opportunities mm -hmm. that people well, don't realize. You could do the behind the scenes thing. Like if you have an idea for a great product, you yeah. can start designing product. You can start, absolutely. you know, like it, it's awesome that you can do those things. Oh my, this industry is so amazing. And you can be a salesperson for a product line that you absolutely love. And maybe you're amazing at that. Yep. So don't shut yourself off from the idea of beauty school too. If you're like, well, I don't really love doing hair, but oh my God, I love coloring but I don't want to cut. Well, you, there's plenty of places you can work and just color, or you could work for a color company. Well, and you could also work for yourself, and 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 if you run your salon or you booth rent or whatever, you hire someone who does the cutting and you do the coloring. And, you know, like in big cities and big salons, they do that stuff all the time. You have someone washing your hair and someone who's cutting it and someone who's styling it and someone who's coloring Tony and it. Guy are very big. They're salons. That's what they do. They One cuts, one colors. Yeah. They have all different levels. They're very good at that. Mm -hmm. So that would be a place, you know, you might go work for someone like that or a company like that that really works on the educating of that one specific thing that you love. Right. But when it comes down to it, a lot of people will get out of school and go, well, my school didn't teach me anything. Their job is not to get into specifics. Their job is to get you to pass sanitation and basic um, anatomy mm -hmm. and really funguses and diseases yep. of the skin and nails and scalp, those basic things that you need to know. But after that, anything else... Yeah, it's on you. ...is completely on you. So you can't blame your school. Oh, well, they were really never... They didn't hold my hand and do this and that. It's not their job. No, because every single person's going to have a story like... Um, uh, like 
for instance, when I went to school, we were never actually shown how to build a nail. You just kind of had to figure it out. But and it was the, in the book. Yeah, it was in the book. Yep. And the women who ran the school did not do nails. So no. you weren't we weren't shown really anything. Right. So it's important that you know that it's not their job to make you good at what you do. No. They it's, made sure that you passed the test. Yeah, it's, and- it's their job to make sure that when you go out in the world, you're not giving people disgusting diseases. Right. And well, that you know the basics. Yeah. That is their only job. So we have to stop blaming the schools for not teaching. Right. We need to put a little more responsibility on ourselves. Not a little more. A lot more responsibility on the graduate themselves to get out there and learn. Yeah. Go to your beauty shows. Take every free class you can take. Start taking webinars. Stop blaming other people for your failures. Yeah, exactly. And that's a hint for your whole life right yeah. there. <laughs> right there, yeah. little nugget that's of good, wisdom. Yeah, that's a good life lesson. <laughs> right. Um, you can also, you know, like you don't have to go to school in your hometown. If if you, you know, like I couldn't move, I couldn't leave and go somewhere else. I had a family, but you know, you're just, you're 18. You just graduated high school. You can find a beauty school somewhere else. And if you can afford it. Yeah. If you can afford it or, you know, your parents are going to pay for it or some places have scholarships. They have, they, there are some places that do it within a college. You know, you just have to. You need to look at exactly what you really want to do. Well, and then that brings you to the next thing, though, is I do know we were talking about this earlier about there are grants out there through some of, like, the programs that help single mothers. Right. Um, and I can't think of the name of what the program is, but where they help single mothers get a new education so that they can kind of – Get off welfare. Get off welfare, better their life. It kind of helps them out so they can get grants. The problem I see with some of these is that they go into it with such a scarcity mindset that, oh, I'm going to do this and it's going to fix everything. And I'm going to get, you know, this money here and then I'll work at night and I don't really have a support system, but I'm going to try to, I have to go to school, but then they're the ones generally calling in because they don't have a support system for the kids. Right. And then when they get out of school, they, they're they like, but I don't want to work for anybody because I need my hours for my kids. Well, but did how did you save a whole bunch of money to start a business? Because realistically, just to basic, I would say 10 grand you need saved up. Depending. I think it depends on what you do. But well, yeah. with uh, the way booth rent's going anymore, they want first, last, mm-hmm. and that month. So you're looking at 1000 to 1500 just up front just for your booth. Yeah. And then I always say the best rule of thumb is to have three to six months worth of rent and product money in case you don't have any clients. Right. Granted, you won't need product money if you don't have any clients, but right. you still have to pay rent. Your person but you you're have renting to have from needs it. to start. Yes. So, you know, you need and, to find a line that you like and then Well, but and, that's and then why. Invest. Exactly. But that is why going with some of these grants, they're not giving you a grant to start a business. So you have to know. Right. That going with that route, you have to go work for someone until yeah. you can maybe build. Then you could work for someone for and then work it in the evening. You know, I worked three jobs while I was starting this. I have a daughter. I'm an only parent. Um, so I understand how hard it is. But sometimes you just have to. I would. I worked another full-time job that had great benefits. And then I would come wax and, at lunch and right after school or right after work. 
And then, granted, I had my parents here, which was very helpful. But on the evenings and weekends, a couple nights a week, I would go bartend to try to build the money so that when I was ready, I could start my business and leave every other job and come here with the right amount of money to actually start and expand. But I think what they're not telling people when you get into school is how much you need after school. Yeah. That you need to make a choice if you have nothing and you're not willing to work. So if you're 18 going in and your parents are paying for this, great. You still need a job at night unless they are going to give you the money to start a business when you get out. Which is awesome. Which is awesome. That's fantastic. But not all of us have that. That you need to work at night to save all of that money so that you have six months worth of yeah, you're gonna need everything. something. You're gonna yeah. need, you're gonna need money to either live on or buy your product on or pay yep. your rent with or any of those things. Exactly. You, you have to have something. Yeah. So just understand that though we're not trying to deter you from this industry because it is amazing that you do need to understand what's gonna happen for the long term. Yeah. You cannot go in and go, oh, beauty school is going to be great. It's going to be my lifesaver. It's not. No. I mean, I'm not saying it's not. not oh, no. Really. It can it, be it down can the road. Be. Absolutely. But when you first start, you're not going to make any money. No, and it's really hard. And the money, so you put in $10,000. You have to make $10,000 just to cover that cost yep. before you're even considered making money. Anything over that ten grand is you're making money. Yep, and that doesn't include, like, all the stuff that you're paying for every month. So... You know, you're looking at starting, and, and when you start, you'll be in debt. Yeah. And then for the, you're looking at like the first three years of claiming a loss. Absolutely. And so when you decide to do this, really think about your passion and think about your why. Right. They talk about this in so many different things. When you're trying to lose weight, you have to understand your why. When you're trying to build a business, you have to understand why you're doing it. If you are doing it just because it's something to do, just don't bother. Right. Because it's a lot of money. It's a lot of hard work. It's You're ruining it for other people if you don't come into it with some kind of passion. Exactly. But on the other hand, remember that going into school thinking you're so amazing you're just going to learn what you can learn, whatever they don't know as much as you know. You're also doing yourself a very, very big disservice. Yes. Because you're not allowing yourself to learn anything because you think you're already amazing. Right. You need to be open. Yes. And then when you get out, you can't say, and I've heard this a couple times, well, I'm going to get out of school and I was so busy in school that I'm going to be so busy outside of school and I'm going to charge like $200 for a cut in color because I'm that good. Those people who are paying $6 to come see you in beauty school... They're not going to pay $200. ...are not paying $200. No, they're not. They're not following you anywhere unless no. they're your relative. Yeah, your mother might. Yeah. But she's only paying you $200 because... You're her daughter. You're her daughter. Or her son. Yeah, because she probably wouldn't pay someone else that. No. <laughs> I mean... No. Yeah. So that's... You have to go into all of this very ready to work, mm -hmm. really with a very open mind. Yes. And remember that the girls that you're girls and guys that you're in beauty school with are not your competition. You are there to learn from each other. Yes. And if someone is way worse or slow at something, help them. Because you know what helping them does? It helps you. It helps you. And it teaches you. 
-hmm. Because by teaching, you actually learn. Exactly. Exactly. So remember to go into this with an open mind and really an open heart. Yes, exactly. I would say, I was going to say, you have to have an open heart. And you have to be able to, you know, really understand where you are in your life in order to be open because you're going to be dealing with people very closely every single day. Absolutely. And a lot of people bring in their energy. I mean, they all bring in their energy, but some people bring in their personal baggage a lot more than others. Yes. And you're going to have to learn how to deal with it instead of being like, oh, just shut up. I don't want to hear about it. Yeah. Like you have to... Well, and even in school, those girls who are overly dramatic or the guys who are like, oh, my God, like you cannot take that and and run with it. You no. just you really need to just be like, well, you know what? I'm here to learn this yep. and I'm really sorry that your life is sucking right now, but I'm busy. Well, <laughs> treat it as professional as you would treat your own business. Walk in school, dress nice. If they don't have a dress code, make sure you are still dressed for school. Yeah. Like it is your job. Make sure that you treat people and make sure that your reputation is being built from the first day you walk into school as the girl or guy who everybody wants to talk to, who is helpful, who is kind, who is always learning. Do not walk in with a chip on your shoulder. I'm better than everyone because right there you're putting a big stamp of failure on yourself. Yeah. yeah well, and, and then you're just going to have people be like, ugh. Yeah, they're going to go, I don't want to go to that girl. I don't want to go to that guy. No, you need to They're have, just rude. You need to, you know, expend energy from your body. Like, everyone has an energy with them. Yeah. It's just part of you. And you need to be able to have that energy be upbeat, fun, yep. someone that other people want to be around. Absolutely. You cannot be sad, depressed. Nobody wants to hear about your money problems. Oh, God, no. You know, nobody wants to hear about, you know, like your husband cheating on you or, you know, like your personal stuff stays with you. You don't have to tell everybody your personal business. No, and later on, once you build a relationship with some of your clients, you can absolutely, they're going to ask you for help and you can absolutely use life experiences to help them. Well, and they'll ask you about your life but as well. But they will ask you and there you will learn what to share and what not to share. Exactly. But first and foremost in school, do not come in like a drama queen going, oh my God, my boyfriend broke up with me or my girlfriend broke up with me and then I had to go out last night and then my little, little, little. No one cares. Come to school Yeah, just come to, to school learn. and do what you need to do. Get your stuff done. Be professional. And yeah, it's a lot to ask if you're 18. Right. You know, that's a lot. You graduated high school, but- you know, if you can get through school in a year, in five years, you'll have a thriving business. Yeah. So just, I guess, the one takeaway from today. Yeah. Well, and I just want to say, like, really do your research. on If you have schools in your town, you know, kind of go in, get pamphlets, ask, you know, ask if you can talk to somebody in the school. Um, also, you should look online because they, online, it's always online, they have the uh, rules or the regulations for your state. Yes. And if that's where you're going to work, then you should be looking up those rules and regulations and finding out, you know, like, well, you, you know, or finding out the rate that they have people passing boards. Yes, or, absolutely. You know, like those things. And if you want to go out of state for school, you need to look at everything. You need to look at how much it's going to cost to live there. You're going to have to, you're going to need to look at, 
you know, how much school is and how close is school where you can you walk? Do you have to drive? You know, and, and you know, and, and then you need to look at a lot of the reputation about schools is it's not just that you pass boards, but, you know, schools will get reputations for, like, teachers who don't care if you show up or not. Right. Or if they don't, like, they don't really care if there's lots of drama. They don't right. care what you wear. They don't. So when, you know, if you go to a school that's already unprofessional, you're right. not going to learn how to be professional. No. And so you do need to do your research and go in with your eyes wide open and know that it's going to be work. Right. There's like nothing you can't find out online, really. No. And ask. Yeah. If you don't know, you know, put a post out there. Hey, What's the best beauty school? You'll get the comments. You'll get people who will message you. Yeah. You'll get people who will say, oh, my God, I had a horrible experience. Or raving, oh, my God, best school ever. They helped me with blah, 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 blah. Right. You just have to, you know, and I think I called I called both beauty schools and was much more impressed by one than the other. But even so, I, well, you know, I learned things about the school that that weren't told to me by someone who worked in the school. And I'll tell you, I called both, and one answered the phone professionally and one didn't. Yeah. And that sold me. That's all I needed to know. Right. Because I knew that I was going to go in and do the work. It didn't matter. Mm-hmm. I just needed my license because I had a job. I'd already been doing makeup. like, And I knew that when I got out and got this job, I'd already talked to the girl I was going to work with and told her the classes I wanted to take. We already had those booked. I knew that I was going to take advanced waxing classes because I wouldn't go in doing waxing without... So for me, it was just, okay, this one, they actually answered the phone. Professionally. Professionally. And the other one was like, what? Yeah. I was like, okay, done. Yeah. Nope, not going there. If they can't even teach people how to answer the phone at a business, then we're done. And I really think you just have to understand that it's work. It is. This is an amazing, fun, wonderful business. And you can but work it's for yourself work. and you, you can have all the benefits of working for yourself and, and making your own hours and being able to go on vacation whenever you want. But you also need to understand that if you're not at work, you're not paid. Right. You're not making a paycheck if nobody's in your chair. Exactly. But it's all work. But it's good work. It's fun work. Yeah, it is. So Worth it. Yeah, so join us um, next time. Yep. We'll give you some more tidbits. We'll talk about what happens after your license. Yeah, after you get out of school and you can start working. Start learning. Yes. All right, guys, we'll talk to you next time. 